Welcome to the quiz for episode 10. This quiz is optional, and if you do not want to take it, please proceed to the next MC Masterclass that interests you. There are 60 questions as part of this assessment. Each question is multiple choice and is based on the content contained in episode 10. You may pause the assessment at any time. Correct answers to the questions are provided at the end of the assessment to check your answers. As such, we recommend writing down your answers as we will keep moving reasonably quickly. Question 1. According to the introduction, why is ensuring the safety and well-being of guests and staff in campgrounds important? A. It's a legal requirement. B. It's a deep-rooted moral responsibility. C. It increases the campground's profits. D. It's a method for attracting more guests. Question 2. What can happen if health and safety are ignored in a campground? A. The campground will receive more positive reviews. B. Injuries, illnesses, or even life-threatening incidents can occur. C. The campground's reputation will improve. D. The campground will attract more staff. Question 3. How does prioritizing health and safety benefit a campground financially? A. It increases the campground's expenses. B. It attracts fewer guests, leading to less revenue. C. It leads to favorable insurance premium negotiations. D. It increases the risk for insurers. Question 4. According to the introduction, what can a well-maintained and safe campground do? A. Decrease the number of guests. B. Attract fewer staff members. C. Attract more guests and ensure steady revenue streams. D. Attract negative reviews. Question 5. Why do people want to work in campgrounds known for their stringent health and safety standards? A. They want to work in unsafe environments. B. They want to work in places where their well-being is not a priority. C. They want to work in environments where they feel safe and their well-being is a priority. D. They want to work in campgrounds with low safety standards. Question 6. According to the course introduction, what is the importance of health and safety in campgrounds? A. It is not important. B. It ensures that the memories created are solely of joy, adventure, and connection with nature. C. It prevents positive reviews. D. It increases the risk of preventable mishaps or oversights. Question 7. Who is the course designed for? A. Only new campground owners. B. Only experienced campground owners. C. Only dedicated staff members. D. New campground owners, experienced owners, and dedicated staff members. Question 8. What will the course cover? Uh, only site planning. B. Only sanitation. C. Only emergency preparedness. D. Site planning, sanitation, emergency preparedness, and more. Question 9. According to the course introduction, what is the nature of the campground industry? A. Static and unchanging. B. Ever-evolving with regulatory changes and technological innovations. C. Not impacted by regulatory changes. D. Not impacted by technological innovations. Question 10. What is encouraged in order to make the most of the course? A. Ignore the course. B. Don't ask questions. C. Don't stay updated. D. Be an active participant, ask questions, and stay updated on changes in health and safety. Question 11. How should readers engage with the course content? A. By passively listening. B. By ignoring the guidelines. C. By actively participating, taking notes, and asking questions. D. By not revisiting the topics. Question 12. What transformation has been observed in the camping industry in recent times? A. It has remained unchanged. B. It has become less concerned about health and safety. C. 
it has evolved into a more sophisticated entity concerning health and safety. D. It has become less sophisticated. Question 13. How would one describe today's camping landscape? A. Uniformly following outdated safety practices. B. Lacking amenities and health and safety standards. C. Having contrasts with some campgrounds having the latest amenities and following high safety standards, while others lag. D. All campgrounds are untouched by modern safety practices. Question 14. What have regulatory bodies become more vigilant about in recent times? A. Ignoring the physical safety of campers. B. Overlooking the overall well-being of campers. C. Rolling out guidelines that emphasize both the physical safety and overall well-being of campers. D. Discouraging environmental sustainability. Question 15. What is the modern trend in campground safety? A. Ignoring safety measures. B. Implementing safety measures only after an incident. C. Anticipating potential risks and being proactive. D. Being reactive and waiting for incidents. Question 16. In modern campground safety practices, what has become the norm? A. Ignoring potential hazards. B. Risk assessments, routine checks, and continuous staff training. C. Avoiding technology. D. Waiting for hazards to cause harm before taking action. Question 17. How has technology impacted campground safety? A. It has no role in campground safety. B. It has led to a decrease in safety measures. C. It has become an ally with tools like advanced weather forecasting systems and wildlife tracking apps. D. It has made campgrounds less secure. Question 18. How can the current state of campgrounds in terms of health and safety be described? A. Only full of challenges. B. Only full of opportunities. C. A blend of challenges and opportunities. D. Static and unchanging. Question 19. What is the primary objective of the course? A. To provide a superficial overview of health and safety regulations. B. To discourage the implementation of safety regulations. C. To ensure participants have a comprehensive understanding of health and safety regulations for campgrounds. D. To avoid discussing emergency preparedness. Question 20. Which of the following is a goal of the course? A. To avoid knowledge acquisition. B. To delve deep into aspects of campground safety like site planning and emergency preparedness. C. To discourage participants from asking questions. D. To provide outdated guidelines. Question 21. What will the course equip participants with in terms of skills? A. Avoiding tangible actions. B. Ignoring risk assessments. C. Communicating unrelated topics to guests. D. Conducting risk assessments, training staff, and communicating safety protocols to guests. Question 22. What mindset is the course aiming to nurture? A. A reactive mindset. B. Ignoring potential hazards. C. A proactive mindset that anticipates potential hazards and addresses them head-on. D. Avoiding safety measures. Question 23. Which of the following goals is related to the ever-evolving nature of health and safety? A. Ignoring industry standards. B. Avoiding best practices. C. Commitment to continuous learning and staying updated with industry standards and best practices. D. Not adapting to changes. Question 24. What is the course's objective related to community building? A. To create divisions within campgrounds. B. To discourage safety culture. C. To foster a community where everyone values and contributes to a culture of safety. 
D. To avoid implementing safety measures. Question 25. How is the course structured? A. In a complex and intertwined manner. B. In a modular format with each topic as a self-contained unit. C. Without any specific structure. D. As one long, continuous lesson without breaks. Question 26. What type of learning is at the heart of the course's approach? A. Passive listening. B. Ignoring feedback. C. Active participation. D. Avoiding scenarios. Question 27. What kind of learning does the course incorporate to challenge participants? A. Real-life examples. B. Irrelevant situations. C. Scenario-based learning with hypothetical situations. D. Only theoretical knowledge. Question 28. What does iterative learning in the course involve? A. Ignoring complex concepts. B. Discussing concepts once. C. Revisiting concepts multiple times, adding layers of depth. D. Avoiding reinforcement. Question 29. What is the purpose of the self-assessment tools in the course? A. To discourage participants. B. To serve as stringent tests. C. To allow participants to gauge understanding and identify areas needing more focus. D. To ensure participants are lost. Question 30. How is the course's methodology described? A. As mere information transfer. B. As passive learning. C. As crafting an experience with active participation. D. As avoiding feedback. Question 31. How is continuous learning in the realm of campgrounds described? A. As a one-time activity. B. As a static process. C. As a series of unique adventures, ensuring better equipping and increasing adeptness. D. As avoiding challenges. Question 32. Why is staying updated in health and safety for campgrounds important? A. Because everything remains the same. B. To avoid new equipment and regulations. C. Because the realm is dynamic with new challenges and updates. D. Because no changes occur in the industry. Question 33. What role does continuous learning play concerning regulatory changes? A. It ignores laws and regulations. B. It helps in staying updated with the latest mandates ensuring compliance and avoiding legal issues. C. It encourages breaking the law. D. It discourages understanding new research. Question 34. How does continuous learning help in leveraging technological advancements? A. It discourages using digital tools. B. It avoids using advanced weather forecasting systems. C. It ensures campgrounds can use digital tools to their fullest potential for safety and efficiency. D. It ignores innovative emergency response gadgets. Question 35. How does continuous learning impact the guest experience? A. It reduces the quality of the guest experience. B. It ignores modern camper expectations. C. It caters to the evolving expectations of well-informed and tech-savvy campers. D. It makes campgrounds less preferred. Question 41. How do health and safety regulations act in relation to best practices? A. They act as mere suggestions. B. They act as a bridge between best practices and enforceable standards. C. They discourage best practices. D. They promote non-compliance. Question 42. How are health and safety regulations perceived for campgrounds? A. As non-binding suggestions. B. As tedious or stringent rules with a noble goal. C. As rules that should be ignored. D. As guidelines that discourage safety. Question 43. 
What is the primary objective of health and safety regulations in campgrounds? A. To discourage safety measures. B. To ensure enjoyment without safety. C. To foster an environment where everyone can enjoy nature safely and securely. D. To encourage potential hazards. Question 44. What do health and safety regulations prevent in communal facilities? A. Encouraging accidents. B. Promoting unclean environments. C. Preventing accidents and ensuring safety measures. D. Ignoring the risks of outdoor activities. Question 45. Apart from protection from physical harm, what does a well-regulated campground offer? A. Increased anxiety. B. Mental distress. C. Mental peace and relaxation for campers. D. A disregard for safety. Question 46. What do health and safety regulations signify for campers? A. That campgrounds ignore safety measures. B. That campgrounds have taken every possible measure to ensure their safety. C. That campgrounds prioritize profits over safety. D. That campgrounds don't value their guests. Question 47. How can adherence to health and safety regulations benefit staff and owners? A. It increases liabilities and risks. B. It tarnishes the reputation of the establishment. C. It means fewer liabilities, reduced risks of accidents, and a reputation as a trustworthy establishment. D. It encourages non-compliance with guidelines. Question 48. Why is compliance with health and safety regulations important beyond the moral responsibility? A. It invites more accidents. B. It avoids legal scrutiny. C. Non-compliance can lead to penalties, lawsuits, and potential closure of the campground. D. It reduces the campground's credibility. Question 49. What do health and safety regulations act as for campgrounds? A. A hindrance to enjoyment. B. A tool to reduce safety measures. C. The compass navigating the landscape of outdoor recreation. D. A discouragement for camping. Question 50. How can the legal framework for health and safety regulations be described? A. As an unnecessary complication. B. As a tool that disregards safety. C. As the foundation upon which health and safety regulations are built. D. As an irrelevant aspect of camping. Question 51. How do laws differ from regulations in the context of health and safety for campgrounds? A. Laws provide granular details while regulations set the general direction. B. Laws and regulations are the same in every aspect. C. Laws set the general direction and principles, but often lack granular details, while regulations provide detailed rules for implementation. D. Laws are suggestions while regulations are mandatory. Question 52. What are standards in the context of health and safety for campgrounds? A. Suggestions that can be ignored. B. Established criteria detailing best practices set by industry or expert groups. C. Enforceable rules like regulations. D. Random guidelines without any foundation. Question 53. How do guidelines differ from regulations? A. Guidelines are legally binding while regulations are not. B. Guidelines and regulations serve the exact same purpose. C. Guidelines are recommendations providing clarity on compliance, while regulations are typically enforceable. D. Guidelines are stricter than regulations. Question 54. What is the role of overseeing bodies related to regulations? A. They ignore adherence to regulations. B. They discourage adherence to regulations. 
C. They ensure adherence to regulations, monitor compliance, and take corrective actions. D. They only monitor without taking any actions. Question 55. Why is it essential for campground owners to understand the consequences of non-compliance? A. To ensure they can avoid rules. B. To appreciate the significance of their responsibilities and avoid outcomes like fines or revocation of licenses. C. To ensure they can bypass guidelines. D. To decrease the safety standards of their campground. Question 56. What allure do campgrounds offer to individuals? A. A disconnect from nature. B. An escape from nature's beauty. C. An escape from the hustle and bustle of everyday life and a close connection to nature. D. A stressful environment. Question 57. What are physical hazards in campgrounds? A. Intangible risks that can cause delays. B. Tangible risks that can lead to immediate injury or harm. C. Risks that are mostly harmless. D. Risks that only appear in the night. Question 58. Which of the following is a biological hazard in campgrounds? A. Smooth paths. B. Bites or stings from insects such as mosquitoes, ticks, or bees. C. Properly stored cleaning agents. D. Chopping wood. Question 59. What might give rise to chemical hazards in campgrounds? A. Properly maintained facilities. B. Contaminated water sources which might harbor harmful bacteria or chemicals. C. Ergonomic actions of campers. D. Avoiding wildlife. Question 60. What are ergonomic hazards related to? A. Only the environment. B. Only chemical reactions. C. Actions and behaviors of campers and staff. D. Wildlife encounters. Now it is time to review the answers to each question. If you need more time with the questions before you hear the answers, please pause this episode. Let's begin. Question 1. The correct answer is B. It's a deep-rooted moral responsibility. Question 2. The correct answer is B. Injuries, illnesses, or even life-threatening incidents can occur. Question 3. The correct answer is C. It leads to favorable insurance premium negotiations. Question 4. The correct answer is C. Attract more guests and ensure steady revenue streams. Question 5. The correct answer is C. They want to work in environments where they feel safe and their well-being is a priority. Question 6. The correct answer is B. It ensures that the memories created are solely of joy, adventure, and connection with nature. Question 7. The correct answer is D. New campground owners, experienced owners, and dedicated staff members. Question 8. The correct answer is D. Site planning, sanitation, emergency preparedness, and more. Question 9. The correct answer is B. Ever-evolving with regulatory changes and technological innovations. Question 10. The correct answer is D. Be an active participant, ask questions, and stay updated on changes in health and safety. Question 11. The correct answer is C. By actively participating, taking notes, and asking questions. Question 12. The correct answer is C. It has evolved into a more sophisticated entity concerning health and safety. Question 13. The correct answer is C. Having contrasts with some campgrounds having the latest amenities and following high safety standards while others lag. Question 14. The correct answer is C, rolling out guidelines that emphasize both the physical safety and overall well-being of campers. Question 15. The correct answer is C, 
anticipating potential risks and being proactive? Question 16. The correct answer is B. Risk assessments, routine checks, and continuous staff training. Question 17. The correct answer is C. It has become an ally with tools like advanced weather forecasting systems and wildlife tracking apps. Question 18. The correct answer is C. A blend of challenges and opportunities. Question 19. The correct answer is C. To ensure participants have a comprehensive understanding of health and safety regulations for campgrounds. Question 20. The correct answer is B. To delve deep into aspects of campground safety like site planning and emergency preparedness. Question 21. The correct answer is D. Conducting risk assessments, training staff, and communicating safety protocols to guests. Question 22. The correct answer is C. A proactive mindset that anticipates potential hazards and addresses them head-on. Question 23. The correct answer is C. Commitment to continuous learning and staying updated with industry standards and best practices. Question 24. The correct answer is C. To foster a community where everyone values and contributes to a culture of safety. Question 25. The correct answer is B. In a modular format with each topic as a self-contained unit. Question 26. The correct answer is C. Active participation. Question 27. The correct answer is C. Scenario-based learning with hypothetical situations. Question 28. The correct answer is C. Revisiting concepts multiple times, adding layers of depth. Question 29. The correct answer is C. To allow participants to gauge understanding and identify areas needing more focus. Question 30. The correct answer is C. As crafting an experience with active participation. Question 31. The correct answer is C. As a series of unique adventures, ensuring better equipping and increasing adeptness. Question 32. The correct answer is C. Because the realm is dynamic with new challenges and updates. Question 33. The correct answer is B. It helps in staying updated with the latest mandates, ensuring compliance and avoiding legal issues. Question 34. The correct answer is C. It ensures campgrounds can use digital tools to their fullest potential for safety and efficiency. Question 35. The correct answer is C. It caters to the evolving expectations of well-informed and tech-savvy campers. Question 36. The correct answer is C. It positions individuals as thought leaders, leading to networking opportunities and potential business growth. Question 37. The correct answer is B. As rules and guidelines established by authorities to ensure a safe and healthy environment. Question 38. The correct answer is D. Decisions like where to place a campfire ring and the frequency of cleaning sanitation facilities. Question 39. The correct answer is C. To protect people from potential hazards. Question 40. The correct answer is C. Based on years of research, expert opinions, and lessons from past incidents. Question 41. The correct answer is B. They act as a bridge between best practices and enforceable standards. Question 42. The correct answer is B. As tedious or stringent rules with a noble goal. Question 43. The correct answer is C. To foster an environment where everyone can enjoy nature safely and securely. Question 44. 
The correct answer is C, preventing accidents and ensuring safety measures. Question 45. The correct answer is C, mental peace and relaxation for campers. Question 46. The correct answer is a B, that campgrounds have taken every possible measure to ensure their safety. Question 47. The correct answer is C. It means fewer liabilities, reduced risks of accidents, and a reputation as a trustworthy establishment. Question 48. The correct answer is C. Non-compliance can lead to penalties, lawsuits, and potential closure of the campground. Question 49. The correct answer is C. The compass navigating the landscape of outdoor recreation. Question 50. The correct answer is C as the foundation upon which health and safety regulations are built. Question 51. The correct answer is C. Laws set the general direction and principles, but often lack granular details, while regulations provide detailed rules for implementation. Question 52. The correct answer is B. Established criteria detailing best practices set by industry or expert groups. Question 53. The correct answer is C. Guidelines are recommendations providing clarity on compliance, while regulations are typically enforceable. Question 54. The correct answer is C. They ensure adherence to regulations, monitor compliance, and take corrective actions. Question 55. The correct answer is B. To appreciate the significance of their responsibilities and avoid outcomes like fines or revocation of licenses. Question 56. The correct answer is C, an escape from the hustle and bustle of everyday life and a close connection to nature. Question 57. The correct answer is B, tangible risks that can lead to immediate injury or harm. Question 58. The correct answer is B, bites or stings from insects such as mosquitoes, ticks, or bees. Question 59. The correct answer is B, contaminated water sources which might harbor harmful bacteria or chemicals. Question 60. The correct answer is C actions and behaviors of campers and staff.